Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Kion, and today's episode is a little bit of a different one. Well, I do have a few dot points of notes, I'm going to be um, just having a bit of a catch up and share with you um, some more bigger picture insights and lessons from my business and specifically how I work in 12 hours or less a week while still growing a thriving business. Um, but before I get stuck into all of that, I do want to make sure you knew about the applications being open for Free to Thrive, which is my new 12-month coaching experience, which is all about how you can start building a business that you can operate in 20 hours or less a week. So I haven't quite restricted it to the 12, but I want to show you um, what is possible and using really specific marketing strategies and also business strategies that I have built over the past 20 years of my marketing career. I'm also studied an MBA, also obviously grown my own business and learned a ton about different offers um, that you can include in your business and just how to make everything easier. Because to me, how can, I always want to know how we can make things much easier. So as I mentioned, this is a 12-month container. It will have a maximum of 20 uh, participants. So it's a sort of mastermind, but there's a whole added extra layer of this, you know, core strategy and the focus is towards um, reducing the number of hours you work on your business. So you can apply now um, if you're interested at yalekeown.com forward slash free. Um, you can also find out a whole bunch more details about the specifics of the program. Um, but I welcome you to apply because we have already had a bunch of people um, interested and this will hopefully um, sell out. We will have, um, you know, a limited number of people. Okay. So with that said, I want to take you a little bit behind the scenes um, in my business and um, how I have built it. So I do only work about 12 hours a week. So a little bit of a background, um, just in case you aren't aware in terms of why I am actually so restricted with my hours. And that is because firstly, I have a FIFO husband. So FIFO stands for fly in, fly out. He flies away for work for three weeks at a time and comes home for one week. This means I am left alone with a five-year-old, a seven-year-old and a dog um, to care for all the time. So I, if I want to go to the gym, for example, or I want to go for a walk by myself, or I just want to go to an appointment or catch up with friends. I can't do that during, you know, um, outside hours. I can't go to the gym early in the morning. I can't go out in the evening unless I really organize babysitting. I don't have that sort of flexibility. So often I have to really stick to doing my work in the hours that they are at school, but not just my work. Also, all the other things. And this year, um, my seven-year-old has been in full-time school, but my five-year-old has been in kindy. So that means he does a five-day fortnight. So hours have been limited. I am very, very excited for when he goes to school full-time, but 
and all honesty, I'm not looking to increase my hours too much more. I do have the support of my parents, um, but my kids do go to my parents on a Sunday. So I have that time as well as those days he is in school. So looking at my week now, typically, yep, when the kids are at my parents on a Sunday, I use that day to work on projects. Today is actually a Sunday as I'm recording this, so I can record in peace and quiet. Um, But I also use that time, you know, to go to the shop, take the dog for a long walk and stuff as well. But if I have a really big pressing project, sometimes I'll dedicate two to three hours on the Sunday to just smashing out as much as possible. Then um, the other main work days for me are Tuesdays and Thursdays, which are the days um, that my son is always in kindy. Um, Tuesdays is generally focused purely on delivery. So delivery in the email experience, delivery um, for my email launch um, project participants, but also now going into 2022, that will be the main focus day probably for the um, free to thrive. Then Thursday is generally either client work or working on projects. So I don't do um, done for you client work anymore, but I do have um, email intensive VIP days. So typically they'll be scheduled on a Thursday. Sometimes I can sneak it in on a Tuesday instead, depending on the schedule. Um, so I might do one or two of those a month. And then the other ones, I'm doing some background work or um, typically I'd like to have the Thursday off when hubby comes home as well. Um, so that's pretty much my week. I do do a few extras here and there, like say I might spend an hour on the Monday doing my emails for the week, etc. doing a little bit of marketing, again, maybe an hour on the Wednesday. But I have my son at home there with me, so I can't dedicate big chunks of time. So all up, that adds up to 12-ish hours, depending on the week, depending if I've got a full email intensive day or whether I've just got delivery. But even then, like I'm not doing the full five hours where um, my son is at school after you take into account drop-offs and everything. Um, It is generally like I like to have a bit of time at the end of the day to run whatever errands and do whatever. Um, On the Fridays that he is in, so he goes into school every second Friday, um, I actually have that as my day off. (laughs) That's what I say is my day off. That's when I book in my appointments for like the kinesiologist or my hair appointments, or I run those extra errands and I do those extra things. Um, And that's only, you know, fortnightly as well. So, you know, really you can see how quickly the week fills up and there aren't more pockets of time to do more work. Um, While I could probably get maybe extra child support or care for another day a week or something, you know, I didn't really want to do that. And that's a a choice that we have decided to make, especially with my husband being away so much, um, having a primary parent um, at home as often as possible has been important to us. Um, and also, you know, I have to fit in as well doing things like parent help um, and all the other bits and pieces that you want to do and be involved in with your kids' lives as well. So um, things will change going into next year, of course, as my son goes into full-time school. I will drop the Sunday and probably and replace that with the Monday and I'll probably have the full day, the Wednesday as well. But I'm looking forward to trying to keep the um, Friday completely off so my hours won't extend beyond 20. Um, but even then, I think I'm still going to try to keep them below 15 because I actually enjoy this amount and I've got other interests and other things I like to explore and would like to do. Um, And that's what it's about. Having your own business is about structuring um, that flexibility and making things work for you. Okay, so that's a bit of, you know, what um, the, uh, the background, what my week actually looks like in terms of structure and how things may adapt. And they do adapt probably every single term. Um, in fact, 
my, um, you know, for school holidays, obviously a different story again. I typically will try to have my kids two days a week billeted out elsewhere. So I get two days a week focused work during school holidays. But again, that's less time and you've got to have to build in that flexibility. But there are a number of things um, that I can share with you that, you know, have made this possible. Obviously, I've got, I'm doing a whole program, a 12 month coaching experience on how to make this possible. Um, but there have been a few key things, um, which have really, really helped this process. So the first thing I is I have focused on scalable offers and recurring revenue. So scalable offers in terms of offering group programs and having higher price point group programs as well really helps with that. So you can go deep with a smaller group of people. But then again, I also have my membership, which is brilliant for having ongoing recurring revenue. Having my membership means that I know roughly how much money is going to come into my bank account every single month. And that's kind of like the baseline. That's the consistent stuff. And then um, obviously, with my higher end programs, I do have some people pay in front. I do have payment plans as well. So there's recurring revenue that I know is coming um, and can predict what's coming in. So I can make some really informed decisions. I'm not just going, oh, I need to get the next client. I need to do the next thing. So I really focus my energy on that area of my business. And that has been the priority for me. It does not mean I don't do one-on-one work. So initially when I started the business, I still worked part-time in a role, um, two days a week and then one day a week. So gradually I actually ended up replacing that time with client work and now I started phasing out the client work and really stick to just a couple of key strategies. And because I've got these scalable offers and I want to focus my energy on that, to work with me one-on-one is a higher price point investment. So my time, as far as I'm concerned, is really valuable. So if you get me one-on-one, you you know, you're going to have to pay for that, but you get my full dedicated attention and we get a lot done. And obviously, because I'm working with so many different business owners, I'm exposed to a whole different range of strategies. I get inspired by different ideas of different ways of working. So if you get that knowledge, you know, dedicated to your business for like a full day, if you do a VIP day, or if it's just a 90 minute session, you just get, you know, all that value. So I charge accordingly because if I could invest that time into a group program, you know, you know, you need to weigh those things up. So if I do do one, when I do do one-on-one, it is done at a high enough price point to warrant that time because it is a finite resource. Um, another beyond the offers, another key thing that has really helped is, of course, email marketing. We can't go through an easy email marketing podcast without talking about email. So the thing about email is if I didn't have an email list, I could not just go out and say, I'm going to introduce this group program or I'm going to introduce this thing or I've got this idea or I'm now taking bookings for the next quarter if you want to work one on one with me. Um, if I didn't have an email list to do that too, it could be extraordinarily difficult if I'm just trying to reach um, out on social media. Now, you might have your audience, like a really, really highly engaged audience on Instagram, and that is enough for you and you can fill up your offers that way. For me, it's email. And I've curated and nurtured and built that list over time so that um, when I do put an offer out, people respond 
or I have an audience I can measure things with. And I'll, I'll be honest, there are some offers that haven't converted as well as I'd like or haven't, you know, haven't people haven't been interested in, but it's no big loss because literally all I've sent out is a few emails and I've got that feedback I've learned and I can try something else. It gives me that possibility to put these things out in the world. So email marketing is crucial to this. And obviously that means I need to always be continuously focusing my list. So when I'm doing any form of marketing, the goal is always to get them on my list. So along those lines, I'm also focusing on higher quality um, or higher, you know, more leveraged um, marketing activities. I could do a lot better when it comes to social media, I admit. Um, But again, it just comes down to that time factor. So I actually put in a lot of my marketing effort into either Facebook ads because I know I can set them up and run. Yes, I have to pay money for my leads. But once it's set up, um, you know, it just requires a little bit of monitoring, maybe some tweaking and hopefully, you know, all going well, you get a great return on investment. Similarly, I focus more on doing guest contributions. So guest speaking, um, doing going, you know, being on podcasts, doing teaching masterclasses, things where I'm reaching another person's audience because some, and that person trusts me and says, Yale's the expert on this topic. So the people are already in this place where they go, okay, she, I trust this person. So I trust that Yale knows what she's saying. And I get more leads that way because they're a different audience and stuff. So they're the two big areas I focus my marketing and then social media, etc. is just the layer on top. But the goal is always to get people onto my email list. Um, Of course, now I've got this podcast as well, um, which serves many purposes. So yes, hopefully it is a fantastic lead generator and getting people on my list. It gives me stuff, content to share on social media, but also gives me content to share with my email list as well. So it is a really highly leverageable and flexible piece of marketing. And really, because I don't record hour long episodes, it doesn't take me a whole lot of time to get this done. Um, So that's my marketing. Um, in terms of outsourcing, um, I do outsource a few things. I, so I do have a VA who helps me with um, customer support, like membership support, as well as with my social media, at least a baseline of social media. Because if I, I'll be honest, if I didn't have her, I wouldn't be posting anything <laughs> on socials. I also have um, podcast editor, um, which is more about actually holding me accountable <laughs> to actually recording this every single week. Otherwise, it'd be easy for a couple of weeks to slip by. And I also have bookkeeper as well, who does all of my my um, accounts, reconciliation and my and my BAS. So I'm not worried about that. So I do outsource and pay for some things, um, but mostly things that I know I'm not going to really do so well on because I'm not the best at doing the regular um, activities like and that stuff you have to kind of tip away at. I'll just let it build up and then it'll get too big and, and so on. So I put outsource a little bit, but it's I don't have a huge team by any stretch as well. But ultimately, um, the biggest thing that makes this possible is I have always been really clear about when I'm going to work and when I'm not. So yes, I do definitely (laughs) scroll social media or a lot more than I should, or there are moments when I get a bolt of inspiration and I'm just like, oh, I've got to get that down. I've got to write that out, um, et cetera. So I'm not saying I never work outside my hours, but I'm really clear about when I do what. So I know Tuesdays is my delivery day. So that's the day I'm going to schedule most of my calls for. Um, and if I have time around that, I can schedule. That's what I know when I can do guest appearances, etc. Also Thursdays. So I know, okay, Thursdays is my day for mostly client work. 
um, at the beginning of, say, each quarter. So when I know the term for school, typically, I will open up bookings for spots and I'll know which days are going to be available um, for people to book in. And I will block out certain days as well um, so that I can do things like parent help, um, etc. which I'm actually looking forward to have flexibility to be able to do that on a few different days a week. Um, next year. That is one thing that's going to be helpful. Um, and so just really knowing what happens on what days. And then if I get a day off or I get a day where it's kind of a little bit of an easier week, then I can take that and I open and, and I take that with open arms. Um, and then as long as I have some, you know, creative time, some content creation time, and I set deadlines for myself, um, things will happen. So having those boundaries and deadlines and just really knowing what happens when in a, in a big picture really, really helps as well. Um, so yeah, that is how I work in less than 12 hours a week. There is obviously a lot more behind that um, and a lot more specific strategy um, and practical tools and tips and systems and all sorts of things um, that are behind all of that. But I can only teach so much in an episode. In fact, again, that is why I have created this free to thrive program. And I am excited to be able to show um, 20 small business owners exactly how to do this. So this is for someone who is either, you know, already working too many hours and feeling burnt out and wanting to scale to something like a group program, a group offers, but they don't even know, they know, oh, I have to go on email list. Oh, I have to do, you know, create the thing, record the con, do all this stuff. But how am I going to find the time? Because I've got a full client load. So I talk specific strategies on how to get from A to, to D or E because there are a B, C, a B and a C in between to help you make that progress without feeling a big you know, dent in your income. And there are strategies around that. And it's also, you don't have to have a, you know, a traditional course or membership as well. There are many other strategies you can use to start lowering um, how many hours you're working without impacting your revenue. So if you're in that position where you're just like overworked, this is for you to be able to reduce that down. Or you might be like me and you might have started your business and you say, you know what, I've only got this many hours a week and you're just not growing as fast as you want. You're getting frustrated that you are not getting to where you want to go as fast as you want to go. Um, So this is about helping you get there faster without expecting you to double your work time, etc. So if that is you, um, if you're feeling led to start making things a lot easier for yourself, I do invite you to apply. You can find out all the details at yalekeown.com forward slash free. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. Um, I would love to know, actually, if you enjoyed this different style of episode, I might throw this style of one in every now and then because I love a bit of strategy talk. Hopefully you do enjoy it. Um, and if you want to know more about this or any other specific topic, um, please let me know. Um, I am on Instagram at Yale Keown or one word, Y-A-E-L-K-E-O-N. Um, but otherwise, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.